to Minecraft Podcast. I'm your host, Nolan, and today we talk about the last place DPS class, Hunters, right? Is that what it is? Hunters? Uh, Beastmasters, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, to, again, having to, with all the stuff going on in, the, in this week with hot fixes, with 7.3 news coming out and about, just uh, and also World First finally being conquered by Method, you know, hats off to them again as usual. Um, just the you know seeing the little bit of lack of uh, Windwalker in those top kills. Um, wanted to bring up the two resident hierarchies in Windwalkering, or Wind Wind Talking, I guess is what it would be called now. And uh, that is uh, Babylonius. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Uh, excellent, thank you. And then uh, Hina Lover. Hello, hello. And uh, yeah, so what are your guys' thoughts on? Uh, or I mean, actually, what have you been up to first? Let's go with that. Well, since the last time, it's been a quite a bit since the last show. Um, I, I mean, I, I always come with these issues. Oh, work. I mean, it is definitely work. Uh, but right now, kind of getting the lull, so I'm, I have a little more free time to get uh, get more shows out. So hopefully, within the next couple couple months, we'll have a little more. Maybe get a brewmaster. Seems like that's becoming a little bit more of a coming back than it used to. So, what have you guys uh, been up to? Um. Uh... Let me go first. Uh, me, I've been actually kind of finished leveling up some alts, mostly for the two point. Sorry, seven point two point five mounts. Um, I got nine classes up to one ten. Uh, but then Final Fantasy fourteen came out, and it was like, eh, I'll stick with fourteen on my set, off nights. <laughs> uh, traitor! That, traitor! <laughs> <laughs> eh, whatever. Um, and then, basically, uh, right now I'm in a middle of a lull between jobs right now, waiting for this new contract to kind of uh, get authorized. Oh, the suits, right? You always have to wait for the suits to do their job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I definitely know that feeling. Um, so I'm kind of in a lull right now in between jobs, so... Well, yeah. Well, then, yeah. I mean, always, always, I always wish people good luck when they're, you know, in between jobs. Um, you know, market some it fluctuates up and down, and I definitely see that mine. Even though I've like more of like a year, you know, salary type thing, but you definitely tell like right now is kind of a little bit of a lull, lull before the storm at least in my industry, which is the wine industry. So, uh, good luck to you. Then I guess Hina Lever on that. Uh, yeah. And uh, have you been like Final Fantasy? Like uh, I see a lot um, of people. Is it more of like a, just a, a change of pace from Warcraft? It, it's a slight change of pace. It's, if you play, uh, it basically is very similar to WoW in terms of playstyle. Um, slight differences. Uh, raids are actually eight members max. Uh, well, actually, excuse me, eight members, and then there's like uh, a, a critical alliance, which is twenty-four people, but that's few and far between um but otherwise it's very similar similar to wow in the sense that you can jump from wow to final fantasy and have somewhat no uh troubles just getting uh situated unless you're playing like on a controller like me yeah yeah that is so uh, i i hate it so much but it's like i want to play but it's just i you know like the time uh, I get to play is like middle of the night, and I'm like in bed. Like I was like, I'll just play it on my PS4. And I just, it's, I just like, nope, yeah. this is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only real main difference is uh, actually from a healer standpoint. Uh, 
where healers are expected to do damage. Oh, what? You mean, so they're all disc priests? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> well, uh, hopefully 3.5, uh, 3.5, 7. 3.3, 3.5. I'd have had a flashback into the old, the good days of Monk, right? That's the 3.5. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, 7.3 is around the corner, which will be a little, lot more, uh, you know, new raid and whatnot. Um, we're going to go into that as well, like where we think it might launch um, and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, but Babylonius, how have you, uh, Babs, how have you been doing since the last time you were on? Um, been pretty good. Been keeping myself busy. We're, uh, you know, school year ended uh, a couple weeks ago, but we have our extended school year, so I've been pretty busy all summer. Um, but uh, been spending a lot of time uh, getting to, I guess, interact with uh, some the people from Blizzard through Reddit and, and stuff like that. So uh, that kind of sparked a, a major project in looking at stat scaling and stuff um, a couple weeks ago and, you know, still raiding um, two nights a week and, you know, mostly just hanging out, playing with my daughter who's going to be 16 months next week. And I think uh, you said 16. I was like, God, 16 years old already. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And yeah, in a year. Well, sometimes you think she's 16. <laughs> but uh yeah i mean that's really it not very much uh not, not very much to report yeah i mean it's even though the raids have been is out right and people are raiding her mythic and heroic and everything it just everybody i talk to is just like eh it's kind of like a casual raid is how almost everybody feels about this 7.2.5 like you know they're progressing and in, into it but it doesn't have that feel of like oh we gotta go man let's you know balls the wall type of attitude Unless you're like in the you know method type groups, most you know, and maybe that's more of the people that I you know our group is kind of stepping away from that edge edge case you know uh, edge progression t- type of rating. They're more going to to either a uh, hard semi hardcore but still hardcore or you know casual like myself. Or you're like me where you were semi hardcore to begin with, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So like everybody's now your raid scene is getting like flushed with a bunch of new people. <laughs> All of all the hardcore raiders step back. Um but it, I mean I think I think it's also good uh, a little bit of good design for for um Blizzard. I'll give them the, you know hats off for when they release 7.25. I mean kind of you know in the summer time zone time area so where there's going to be more people able to play, you know most likely people won't have to you know they could get off time for work if they're doing the first person race. You know, I think Method said they had like almost three weeks off they had to take in order to get it done of like 24-7 progression. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, we'll get, hopefully 7-3 will be, which we'll talk about later, you know, guess on which times that uh, releases. Um, but we'll kind of jump right into it. So, you know, uh, Tomb of Sargeras has been around for a little bit. Uh, you know, what are your general thoughts about the rated instance? Do you think it's a success, a failure? think it's... Uh, you know everything you you know everything you thought would be coming into it, or were you uh, you know are you kind of like a rose-colored glasses type feel to it? And then I guess Babs, do you want to start off with a, with that one? Sure. Um, yeah, I mean I, I like it. I uh, it's I like that it's short. There's not a ton of trash in between bosses. Um, the bosses are relatively complex, and yet, well, so, I, as you say, some of the bosses are complex but not difficult and others are difficult, but not complex. Um, you know, so some of them like we, for example, we did sisters, um, 
you know, uh, we, we killed sisters about a, a week or two ago and, uh, on mythic and it felt very simple of what you had to do, you know, kind of avoid this, um, you know, organize when you were dropping your stacks and stuff like that. But the execution of it was very difficult. Whereas I felt, um, some of the previous bosses like demonic inquisition, for example, was a lot more complex with ads and puddles and stuff like that, but was easier to execute because everything, everybody kind of had one, one or two things to worry about as opposed to sisters where kind of everybody had to worry about everything. Um, so I, I like, I like it. It's um, I do loot for our, for our group. So um, I, I don't like how, brief the trash is sometimes because then they're waiting on me to run there or I'm having to be summoned or something. But uh, overall, I, I like it. I think the bosses are nice to look at. I think it's it's visually very nice. It's not super wide open, but it's not super cramped. Um, and uh, yeah, I think for the most part, it's been fun so far. I've been pleased with Tomb of Sarkars. So what you're saying is that you want less loot on bosses. That's what, you, that's what it sounds like to me, right? Yeah, I'd like for my raiders <laughs> to make their de their decisions a little bit faster, so I can give loot out quicker. It's, it's, uh, sounding true, like a like a true like raid leader type, <laughs> you know, having to deal with the loot. Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly that feeling. You're like, come on, do you have to spend like twenty minutes on this one item? Do you want it or not? <laughs> um, and then Hina Lutiver, uh, how about uh, you? How have uh, uh the only uh only area that I would have to disagree with Babs is sister's room. Period. That room is cramped uh, from a camera. Oh yeah, okay. I get yeah, I get what you're saying. It's very very tiny. Yeah, uh, I'm constantly having to zoom in just a little bit because my camera keeps going into the roof. I mean, it's it's like they've had didn't learn from all the other raid instances that they just <laughs> they've had over the years, right? I mean, Hans and Franz camera issues, right? And it's like they're like. Do they not understand that that players have issues with how the camera have like the camera zooming in and out constantly and weird angles can like cause deaths or is it maybe that's like the factor in their raid design is how can we screw players' cameras? <laughs> uh, but other than that, I've actually enjoyed it. Um, I've been in uh, half. Uh, I'm actually working on Mythic Sisters right now. Well, I'm actually. On Sisters, I'm actually uh, on standby. Uh, I'm not actually most likely not going to be in for the kill, but um, I have been in for a few attempts. But I have I've killed all the uh, I've killed Hergitan Inquisition and the first boss, whatever the guy's name is, Goroth. Goroth, yeah. Uh, but as a whole, I actually enjoy the instance um, of all the fights. I actually enjoy is um, is actually Maidens uh, because it actually has a bit of a callback to um, uh, I keep wanting to say Thok of um, Nexramus. The uh, polar... Uh, oh, Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Thaddeus, excuse me. Uh, because it has very similar, and I like that mechanic where you're you're constantly looking at uh, making sure you have the right debuff, so or else you'll just wipe the raid. Um, I 
I want to say kill Jaden is a little bit uh, too much in terms of what's going on. Because, yeah, it, but it's so scripted, you can actually say exactly what's coming, but you still, it, it still gives a lot of room to mess up. Um, but overall, I would say I enjoyed the uh, the instance. Uh, some fights are more of a uh, uh, a crapshoot, like uh, uh, mistress. Uh, that's just crapshoot and a half. Um, but others are quite enjoyable. Like, I actually enjoy um, Inquisition, so. So more of like, more of like per boss enjoying. Yeah, I I, I like some bosses. I I don't like uh, others. I like um, Desolate Host um, mostly because I'm on the top side instead of the bottom side. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's more of just a, a specific related to boss counters, either role positions in there. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like Mistress, we'll, we'll probably get into Mistress later on, um, uh, especially with um, Russian Jade Wind. I, I want Russian Jade Wind to be good on that fight and just doesn't want to be good. I guess you know that's a good kind of a segue into the next topic we wanted to cover, and that was uh, just you know in general monks and raiding. Like I mentioned in the top of the show, you know a lot of the top guilds not actually taking monks again. I mean it's it's like a sick it's a cycle, right? Monks are great. Let's bring them a stuff them all full of monks, and then it's like oh wait maybe just one monk because you don't have too many because AOE is too strong. Then it's like oh well you want to what figures out we don't need to have a monk because all these other classes are just better all around better single target and they could do aoe just as good or pretty high up there um and then it comes down to also scaling issues which i think every at the end towards the end of every single middle towards the end of every expansion since monks have been introduced it's always been hey there's a little bit of an issue with how monks scale versus other classes you maybe want to take a look at this blizz and they go yeah we'll look at it and then it's like they put that like request in the shred like a in a like a box underneath it is like a trash can and just goes right in, into the trash and then they always have to come back with hot fixes boosts of some kind adjustments um and even sometimes nerves to other classes which usually doesn't happen usually it's like they try to bring people up rather than down um from your experiences and I'll, again start with you hina since you were talking about rushing jade win on, on a specific fight um what what are your thoughts on how you not just not how you're performing but just how you feel that monks in general perform in Tomb of Sargeras? Do you feel it's more of a design challenge by Blizzard to try to see to make every class work in it in a sense? Do you think it's just a poor monk tier, or do you specifically think it's just more of related to legendary's luck and if and things of that nature? Like maybe the monks just didn't get a good legendary versus other class other uh, people. Um, actually, what we tend to shine more so is if there is some cleaving um not a whole lot of cleaving because once you start uh keeping the cleave up on for 50 75 percent of the time other classes uh, other dot classes kind of outshine us um 
but for burst cleaving, uh, we tend to shine quite well. Like uh, for the, uh, sorry, Inquisition, we do very well at the beginning, and then once they start spreading out, we uh, it kind of evens out. Uh, when you get to Mistress, um, due to the fact that uh, uh, there's cleaving the uh, for seventy five percent of the time, uh, balanced druids, affliction locks tend to outshine uh, us because they can keep their dots rolling much longer than we can uh, generate chi to Russian Jade Wind, uh, Fist of Fury, Spinning Crane Kick. Uh, and then with Russian Jade Wind, uh, our tier sets seem to just favor Fist of Fury and Russian, uh, Rising Sun Kick, that it just pushes uh, Russian Jade Wind basically almost off the grid. And for a fight that should favor Russian Jade Win, we just don't have enough time to use Russian Jade Win. So So then you you would think it's it's specifically related to um if it's like you like you said, I mean I I I guess I I mean I know what you're trying to say. I'm just trying to re- maybe rephrase it um into more of a general specific specifics is that great at cleaving for like burst not burst cleaving but small time cleaving however when it becomes more of a they're up the whole fight the dot class is just outshine therefore it just makes less of a case to bring a one walker versus someone that's going to have a dot up the entire fight pretty, pretty much yes and then i guess then it comes down to also burst too and everything that i've seen is just that uh monk doesn't have the, you know which has always been a thing unless you're using like serenity but if you have to use you know, for whatever reason, SEF, um, you know, for like the I actually like aspect. using SEF. Uh, but I know, no, but I mean, I'm thinking more of like for burst potential. Like, uh, when it's, um, I think, isn't Serenity? If you're, if you're able to time it, you can get, uh, you can pretty much time your Fist Fury and or um, Hurricane Strike uh, for whatever uh, encounter. And I guess this is, I'm going to throw this to Babylonius with your uh, your sheet, um, with your spreadsheet versus Serenity and um, SEF using them in, in conjuncture. Uh, would you, I mean, my always my thought on it is that, you know, Serenity is going to outperform versus SEF. Do you have like a percentage of what that's going to uh, take to? Or is it going to be specifics to related to trinkets and uh, essentially legendary is going to be more of the outweighing factor in that? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot that goes into it. It's hard to give kind of a set number. Um, a lot of it is because a lot more attention, you know, we use Sims and stuff to come up with these numbers and a lot more attention has been paid to um, Serenity in the Sims than Whirling Dragon Punch. And I mean, Whirling, the Whirling Dragon Punch, you know, um, APL works fine and stuff like that, but people have really spent a lot of time into maximizing the Serenity APL. So you know, just in comparing the amount of time people have spent on one versus the other makes it very difficult to kind of look at them um, apples to apples. Uh, But there's, um, you know, with some of the changes that have happened, some of them will benefit one, some will benefit the other. Um, But in general, you know, right now, Serenity is strong. Storm, Earth, and Fire is not or Whirling Dragon Punch, I should say specifically to just look at the talents, you know, is not that far behind. Um, but you know, kind of what you see is it's better. So then 
more people play it so then the numbers look better so then more people play it so number you know and so on and, and mm -hmm. so forth so it's hard to even look at real world data to say how good it is compared to one another so it's just very difficult to compare because of um kind of how they change the play style and um you know how much work has gone into one or the other and and stuff like that well isn't also because of the um the, the drinking horn having the reduction in the cooldown uh, with it, does that also play into effect, or I mean, increase the the duration of it? Is that also one of the major factors? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to you know right now, uh, you know, to give an example, we um, you know, Windwalkers with Serenity and with the tier bonuses, you know, where we're looking for the four piece of tier twenty and two piece of tier nineteen, um, you know, with that, you know, everyone, you know everyone is always constantly kind of asking about the opener. What should my opener be with this option and this option and this option? And, you know, your different level of haste, whether you have bloodlust or not, legendaries, all that stuff can really change just in little, in small ways, um, you know, some of the choices that you make. So it's very difficult to give really a flat answer, yeah. um, you know, when it comes to some of this stuff. Well, it's kind of like, if you have the forbidden touch, right? I mean, that's going to affect a little bit of how you interact with it, correct? Yeah, Cause I mean, because you have the more you're just going to be increasing forward forty percent damage. You're going to want to make sure that, um, or I mean, oh, is it? No, wait, wait, am I getting that wrong? I always thought it was like forty percent extra damage, or is that? Is it just death death touch? Forty percent uh, extra damage to touch of karma baseline. Touch of death. Touch of death, touch of death baseline. Yeah. Oh, because oh, I just actually I just typed it up. Yeah, I actually, you could use a second second time within five seconds. Yeah, right. that's, that's uh, yeah, all well. it is. Okay, I always because like, I, I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. I was like, I I because uh, I have that one. I was like, oh, it's pretty cool. I, th I always thought I did more damage. So I always make sure to pop it. That makes sense. You know, reading is hard for me. <laughs> I, I have an American American degree in in English, so that's if anybody out there is listening. Um, Okay, that makes a lot more sense, and I know why it's like, man, it doesn't seem like I had a good opener. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, it's very difficult. I, it's hard. I think now it's more hard for me to try to, you know, people come to me and ask, oh, hey, you know, what, you know, how's Monk doing and all this kind of things, because it's like, well, what legendaries do you have? You know, that's the biggest thing. That's like the first thing to ask, ask people. They're like, oh, you have the drinking horn. It's like, oh, well, that should be pretty good. You're going to have probably a pretty decent opener on that. You know, you should try this, this, and that. Um, and I think uh, there was a good write-up on the uh, Windwalker rotations regarding, uh, I think it was from Pandaconda, I think wrote up a good one on there, just talking about the differences and how you can manage your, just with having that one trinket, it's going to differentiate how your opener is if you don't have it, just because of what it does. Um, and then also having it to where, you know, it, it kind of goes back to the days of like, I think I'm totem twisting with the shaman where you have to manage your time. And when you drop something versus pick up and then also, you know, you have to cut off his fury halfway through, but you can still get some ticks in there and then, you know, plan out your rotation perfectly in the opener. And that could differentiate a huge amount of damage boost and your overall DPS. Do you feel like kind of the same way, Babs, where it's just, there's so many different routes that you can take when it comes to openers and rotation. And as long as you're just, you know, hitting things on cooldown when you can, you might be at a good ways, but it, it's going to, is it still like not exact down to science? Is that where you're, I guess where you're trying to come from? No, I mean, the, it is a science, but it's a science with so many variables. I mean, yeah, that's why, you I mean, know, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, that's and that's part of like when people ask, you know, us for openers and stuff, it's hard. It's not hard. I mean, it's impossible to just give an answer. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, Panda wrote, you know, a, a really nice article, um, you know, where he kind of talked about the opener, like you said, and kind of talked about how it's really not doable for us to have an opener, um, you know, for every combination of legendaries and haste percentage and bloodlust or not mm -hmm. bloodlust. Yeah. Are you a blood elf or not a blood elf? <laughs> um, you know, so I mean, there's so many variables that it just it becomes more effort than it's worth. I mean, mm. you know, if you're, if you have the tier 24 piece and the tier 19 two piece, you know, your goal is to fit as many rising sun kicks into your serenity as possible. So just do whatever you got to do, you know, to get that. And, um, you know, in general, that's kind of alternating rising sun kick and fists of fury. Um, so you can get a lot of crits and stuff back and forth. If you have drinking horn cover, then you just do that for longer. Mm -hmm. If you don't, you do it for shorter. Um, you know, having the boots or the belt or whatever, that doesn't really change the opener. But there's just, you know, so many different possibilities. I mean, I think, you know, just thinking about it a couple of weeks ago, you know, I figured there's over 50 different possibilities, you know, for an opener. And I think now that number's gone up, um, you know, even more. So, you know, you're talking about, you know, 50 different combinations of things that could affect, you know, the choices that you make. So you kind of have to just give, give a general, you know, what you're supposed to do without, um, you know, with, with, with people understanding that, no, you're not getting the absolute best possible opener because, you know, I mean, even if you ask, talk about the best opener, there's, kind of a difference in opinions sometimes between mm -hmm. you know are you looking to get the most amount of damage in that 10 seconds or are you looking to do the most damage overall throughout the fight because sometimes you can make decisions to get as much damage into a short period of time but overall you may have delayed something or messed you know the timings up with something else that may result in less damage throughout the rest of the fight. But if you're talking about fitting it into trinkets and bloodlust and stuff like that, then yeah, you want to squeeze it as much at the beginning, but you know, so there, there's sometimes is, is even, uh, you know, differing, differing philosophies for what your priority should even be just philosophically, you know, mm -hmm. for an opener. Well, and also Zess had a great article on Pika Serenity just regarding just, how do you I mean? How do you Serenity in Tomb of Sargeras? Like, just I think that's how it is almost now too. Is it's all there? It's just if this, if that, if this, if that. Oh, we're using this talent. Do this. This might be the best path for you. And um, you know, it's, I think it, it's what's great about that when you're trying to like theorize things and test things out. It's great because you always have a different route you could try out. Like, oh hey, what if I tried, you know, delaying my chi wave or maybe not use energizing elixir at this point. You know, or, you know, what happens if hit combo? What if it happens if I accidentally fat finger a button again and hit combo drops? How much DPS am I actually losing from that if, if it's in a rotation? Or, well, uh, I, mean, I always say rotation, but really it's more of a priority, priority tree that, that monks are. And so, you right. know, that kind of, I guess that's it's great for us, right? When we think about the numbers and how to get all this calculations or what happens if this happens? What happens if that? But then you're, you know, you know, Joe Normal that like, comes in is like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm playing a monk in a heroic guild and I just want to know, you know, what's the best way to ha have it. And it's, it's, it, I could definitely see how it's a little taunting for, <laughs> or daunting for, uh, for someone coming in new, uh, especially if, but, uh, if you ever have any questions, definitely go to peakaserenity, you know, dot com, which is kind of like the, 
grouping of all the monk communities into one to be able to give all this information for. Um, and there's always, always also always the Discord. If it's not full, then you can get into it, um, which I, I think it's not full anymore. Is that right? I think last I remember it was full. Yeah, we. I, th I think we... Some of the bots got kicked out finally. To, <laughs> probably could use to uh, purge some of the older accounts. But uh, yeah, I think I think they raised the, the limit for yeah. all of our discords. Yeah, so I think I think that was like the one thing for a little bit. Is like the peak Cerny Discord was completely packed, like no one could get in. <laughs> so it was like, oh, you might need to do something about this. But uh, but yeah, it, it's I, I just like it because it used to, it's, it's so much different from what I think of when Monk first started back in Mists, where it was you hit jab and rising sun kick maybe and oh fist of fury didn't even touch. You just did blackout kick spam. Right, fist and, of fury if you have literally nothing else. To <laughs> nothing do. else to do. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and, and like Stormworth and Fire was you had a it was so terrible because you had to like use GCDs to use it. <laughs> so you didn't never want to use it. Um, oh man, it's just like completely just I just like how it is now though, where there's so many options to choose from. But then I can also see where it might be too many, and then we you know that we'll I have to talk about that in the next expansion when I I think they might even trim a few of the spells. It wouldn't surprise me if they do, but I will see if they don't do it. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it's just like, just to give, you know, kind of a, a quick example, you know, about the complexity and stuff like we could, I, not me, because openers make my brain hurt, but Panda, you know, or somebody smarter than me can give you the perfect opener. Yeah. But if you have 34.95% crit, then at some point your rising sun kick is not going to crit and your opener is going to go out the window because then you didn't get the, the, uh, cooldown reduction on Fist of Fury, and then you're going to come in Discord and say, hold on, I can't fit this in, and, you know. So it, it's like even just, you know, as much as having, you know, because there's so many people with so many combinations that inevitably somebody is going to have a problem with mm -hmm. whatever opener or priority or whatever that we, you know, post. So we kind of have to just take our best guess and try and hit, you know, be as general as possible while still being specific enough that it helps people because it you know people come and they want help and when you can't help them they're not always friendly <laughs> what what do you mean give me give me free free information <laughs> um i guess and this is a question i have for hina lover too uh in regards to uh, i guess it wouldn't necessarily be rotations or uh how i guess how numbers dictate do you think it's related to Monk still being a dual resource class. I think a lot of this has to do with the issues that maybe is with how rotations are balanced or how priority systems are balanced right now for Monk. Um, do you think that maybe if they went to a one, like kind of like how, you know, uh, I guess so, yeah, it would be the same would be, you know, how Mistweavers are essentially where it's just more of, you have one resource you have to manage and it's more about cooldowns and everything similar. Like I think of like a warrior where they have rage and then cooldowns. Um, actually, uh, not really, because if you think about it, um, we're very similar to rogues and uh, feral druids. We have chi; they have combo points. Similar concept. But do you think it's just when I think of for how monks gain their their chi outside? If it's just baseline stats, right? Just baseline. It's there's only one way to get it, except for energizing elixir. But I'm thinking of more of 
one like with a rogue but again yeah actually you're right because i was thinking about i was just thinking about finishing moves and their finishing moves on a rogue like they get they generate can generate more combo points as a result of a finishing move which is similar to uh some of the tiers that are coming out especially which we'll get a bit into in a little bit right now uh or in a little bit um do you feel that it's more of that monks need more resource accumulation meaning like you use fist of fury on completion you gain to cheat your you refunds the chi do you think something like that would be good or do you think that's more of sounds like more of a talent than anything that sounds more like a talent than anything else um or a set bonus um but uh i was just talking to panda earlier today um basically we were saying that um that blizzard does need to take a look at the chi costs of all their spells because uh we'll get to it once we talk, start talking about it, tier 21 but um some of them are just uh they they just need a rebalancing of our uh gener uh chi generation uh and ex chi expenditures uh because right now because of how much chi we're generating our haste is pretty much in the dumpster. Uh, sure, it'll pop up every so often, like a spike here and there, but for the most part, it's generally in, uh, our least favored stat. So, so you think that this is going to be related, a push more towards in for, like you said, the next expansion? To where uh, that's, whether it's or, or, or do you think they can do it in the in the next uh, like seven point? Well, I'm actually thinking they could do something in seven point three point five. They may do uh, may do something in seven point three, but I'm not holding my breath on it. Yeah, I mean, I think I definitely agree with you. It just it's always been that kind of balance, and they've been getting a little bit better recently, and especially in, in this expansion, they've been a little bit better than the previous ones. But just yeah, I have that same feeling too, where it just it just feels out of whack, like it doesn't feel balanced. Like a rogue is very fluid, and even a feral druid very fluid of how you generate and get and spend your your points and generate uh, your energy. Um, so or cheat and you know uh, actually it'll be energy too. Uh, but like you know, it just seems it's very not fluid versus the other classes when I when I do play them. Well, at least maybe it's just my luck. Yeah, well, the rotation itself flows fairly well it's just once you start throwing in set bonuses excuse me uh set bonuses uh 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 god i'm blanking out uh, right now uh 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 the talent that restores chi and energy energizing elixir yeah. energizing elixir where it's just you throw uh, that right now energizing elixir is just too strong and it needs to be nerfed uh heresy heresy <laughs> it's just too much uh resource generation from uh at one go and yeah, if you, i mean when when you can max out at like 11 chi from energizing elixir and the next best is power strikes at four really a gap well and i think also what happens too is if you screw up that that usage of energizing elixir it's like gg enjoy enjoy the bottom of the of the train right <laughs> right is that it's kind of like that where 
if you just like, oh, I messed up or I fat fingered it when I didn't need to, you know, well, unfortunately happens if, to they, me a few times. if they just removed or reduced uh, the, uh, the amount of resources from that uh, talent, then it would probably be fine. Like, um, say for example, it reduces, uh, it only generates chi and not energy. They can give a um, a small overall buff um, just to help compensate, but overall, it's uh, it's just too strong. So then, I you know we we'll just have to wait and see on exactly what's going to happen with those type of talents. Um, they have been doing some hot fixes and changes, which we'll get into a little bit. Um, but I think this actually goes great into we you know talking about the rotation slash. Uh, priority tree and then getting in a little bit more now which uh, you know again questions always happen people you know people always ask this question you know which legendary should i get and it's like you got one that's all that's the first option right <laughs> hey you got a legendary you know that's that's the main option but if they had a choice of like which one would they hope to get to gain for um you know there's a great nice uh like again going up back piece or has a nice guide with a bunch of different uh Kind of like if you're thinking of any kind of sports teams where it says like, oh, they're, you know, A, B, and C. You know, this, you know, rankings of a bunch of different members. Um, I guess, Basil, put you on the spot uh, here. Well, you know, what would you say if, if you could have only one legendary, like that's the only one you can get, which one would you say is the, would you be your top priority as a, as a Windwalker? Are you talking like my personal opinion or what would be the most damage? Just what would be the most beneficial i mean if you want to do your personal opinion like we think this is actually i use this the most this is what i would choose if i you know if i don't didn't have it or if i don't have it you know i could feel the loss of it type of thing yeah i think you know if you're gonna look at um you know what would be the most damage or what is the most useful then right now you know it's definitely drinking horn cover um you know which is kind of nice to see because there was a, a very extended period of time where it was the most useless piece of shit out there <laughs> You know, so, and I, and I can say that cause I got it, you know, and I had it and that was, you know, I nearly cried, you know, but it, um, right now, yeah, just kind of overall drinking horn cover is, is the go-to legendary. If I had to personally pick, um, which legendary to choose from, I would 99% of the time choose the boots just because I like how the play style, um, with Fist of Fury being too chi fits better fits that you know it's not it's not going to bring you the most damage compared to some other legendaries but i just like how it feels and how it it makes the rotation feel i would have to agree um on both accounts i basically still use uh bracers and boots uh i know some people are actually trying out belt uh the belt on fights in uh, mm -hmm. tos and then for mythic uh sisters i'm I've actually been using uh, Pride as instead of Boots uh, because that, the healing on that fight is—it's in, insane. Now, oh yeah. Now my question is, which is the one I always was like, oh, that looks pretty cool when it first got announced. Now Ember's capacity, a capacitor. Um, I'm just looking at the list here, and you you put it as a, as an S tier for single target. Is that and that's really just because of how much it goes up to hundred? It's like a free attack. Is that, and then it's just, uh, yeah, then it increases that, you know, 204 is it, uh, 240% damage of nature percent AP damage, I think. Is that what it is? AP, uh, 240% of AP 
uh, damage over yeah. four seconds. Something like, or no, it may. Be, I think it's two hundred two thousand four hundred. Oh, so it's not like just a duplicated. It's it's a huge amount then. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it, it's. I mean, in terms of single target, it is far and away the best legendary. You know, right now it's suffering because it takes up a tier slot. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. where our tier bonus combination. You know where we want kind of that's all right, six yeah. pieces of tier. You know, so that's really the only problem. I mean, if it if that wasn't the case, everyone would be running with chest still, or looking to run with the chest. No, is it just because of the? The the other slots that you're using a, a tier piece in is it just the chest is right now the best one you can use as far as stat allocation. Yeah, and it just I mean that that bonus damage you know is a lot of damage. Yeah. Uh, now it's less so if you're you are using uh, whirling dragon punch, but it's more so if you're using serenity. Yeah, they, they really sync very well with one another. Also, a uh, result of gems, too, I believe, correct? Like, you can you can stuff more gems in in there if you're using uh, for Aggie ag- gems. You can only put in one Aggie. Is it, is it one? I thought it was two. Maybe no, one. Miss, I can't remember. That's, that's every, time I, every time I, you know, roll on that boss, nope, nothing. I don't get nothing from uh, uh, the, the hand, the, the no loot, the no loot boss. Um, cool. I know the feeling. I was, <laughs> I tried so hard to get uh, the tier gloves less uh, in Nighthold, and they just never wanted to drop. <laughs> or you're like, oh, I'm so getting, I'm getting a, loot. You see the roll, it says loot, and you're like, no, I forgot to spec out of my off spec for so <laughs> I'm semi into transmog, and uh, <laughs> that that what because of that one slot, I I'm eight and nine for mythic. Uh, Nighthold gear, uh, transmog. <laughs> oh god, I was pissed. That's like one of those ones where you go back in the next next expansion, and you'll just be glad to just smoke through it just to get a chance at the loot. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's. I mean, it's just one of those things I wanted to cover with uh, since we have been away for a while. Legendaries are always where people have the most questions on and which ones to go with. Um, but then it always comes down to, hey, you got a legendary. That's and it's for the spec that you're playing and rating. You know, thumbs up. You know, some people that yeah. were brewmasters and didn't get, you know, got the tank one. You know, they or didn't you know, didn't relate or getting the healer one. Like I accidentally got, I got the villains one, which I, I got and I was like, oh, cool, what's this? And I got a bunch of grats in my guild chat, like, whoa, that's awesome. And I was like, oh, is this good? Because <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> they don't affect one another. Yeah. Um, you know, Blizzard put, uh, at least, you know, so they say I, I've, you know, been rolling yeah. and trying to get a Brewmaster Legendary for a while to no mm-hmm. avail, but, um, well, you know, so that, feeling, you know, <laughs> right. I mean, you know, so that it is, you know, theoretically, if you get a Windwalker one, it won't hurt your effects, your, your chances to get a Brewmaster one or, a, you know, a Misweaver one. So, well, they doubled know, I, the, the odds too, I believe for that. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. They've, they've kind of. Uh, tweaked the odds a little bit after uh, every major patch but you know my favorite thing is when somebody comes in and is like um, you know comes into discord and or you know or messages me or something and is like uh, you know what legendary should I use you know and I'm like okay well you you know use drinking horn cover and and the boots or the belt whatever oh I don't have those what legendary should I use I'm like okay well you know you you, you know because some people will be like you know some people want to know what legendary 
to go for even if they don't have one or what legendary they should go for even if they don't have one. Mm -hmm. Other people are looking to ask, you know, based on what they have. And unfortunately, both sets of people tend to ask in exactly the same words. <laughs> that is, that's just so funny. I don't have that. Which one's like, well, I'm not in your character. I can't tell you which ones you have. Right. But still, I mean, and, that, and that's one of the reasons why we went through and, and took a lot of time with the legendary page on peak and got yeah. a lot of opinions <laughs> from other people so that, you know, you could look at, you know, the list and say, okay, well, so-and-so says this is really strong. I tried to even include quotes, you know, from people yeah. um, and stuff like that, you know, so really I tried to set it up so that you can read that and understand which ones to pick. I mean, I've, I've had my wife, you know, she looks at a lot of this stuff when I look at trying to make it easy to understand. I asked my wife to read it and, and ask her questions and she did a pretty good job of figuring it out. So, you know, uh, theoretically other people should as well. Well, what's great too is that the quotes that you have is from mainly from people who either graded it really high. So like, they're like, this is the best drink, you know, the best legendary ever. Or the people that said, you know, this is a terrible one. Do not use it for these situations. And they, they explains why. And, mm -hmm. you know, when you're trying to explain to someone like that doesn't know at all anything, it's really great to have that, which is, you know, which is, which is why I like it so much. And it definitely helped me out when I, when I was, uh, you know, rating a little bit more and it's just like, Oh, which ones do I really want to shoot for? Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I still, I do not, I will never believe Blizzard when they say, Oh, it doesn't affect your off spec. Like, I'm like, nope, I don't, I don't believe you. You know, you're like, like you said, trying to fish for that brewmaster right. legendary. You're like, man, I need this to be great for like off tanking or for doing like mythic runs uh, or mythic dungeons. And you're like, ah, never, never drop. I don't have to shake the fist. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess getting back in a little bit more uh, for not really necessarily for legendaries. Um, how have you thought about, uh, you know, the set bonuses and everything going in, in this tier? Do you feel like they were balanced well enough for your 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 what you ex were expecting? Did you feel like oh you were kind of surprised by how they were interacting with each other? Uh, you know what was your overall thoughts? And I guess I'll start with you, Hina. Uh, you know what your thoughts on that? Um, well, first of all, we kind of wrote off uh, I guess now the two piece uh, tier twenty because it was just so weak. It worked well with the. Uh, four piece uh because um being able to crit allows you to uh reduce uh sorry being able to uh have your rising sun kick basically uh automatically crit um reducing the cooldown of fist of fury uh they work well together and it wasn't until we started looking at the tier uh, 19 two piece in conjunction with the four piece that everything seemed to kind of uh, flow extremely well between the two tiers. And so hence the reason why we're going with six piece. Uh, we have started looking at the tier 21 uh, uh, set bonuses. Uh, Keep in mind, these are extremely early, first draft, whatever. <laughs> um, right now, they seem a little weak, um, partly because tier 19 is so strong. And we're not sure whether item level alone will be able to uh basically say to go to next tier 19 going into next tier um the damage seems a little uh damage for the two piece seems a little low 
And the four Ps, uh, we still haven't done anything with the APL to adjust for this, but uh, or whether the, uh, Blizzard is going to do something on their end. But there's going to be some overflow uh, use, uh, uh, that we're basically going to lose. Like, say, for example, you're a three chi, you do a tiger palm, you get a blackout kick, um, you use blackout kick and uh, at five chi, and then you waste that extra chi from the four piece. Um, so, worse, uh, whether Blizzard is going to give us a chi orb. Um, like they've done in previous expansions um, or not. We're not sure at this point. Um, but that one seems uh, kind of bad right now. And then Babs, your thoughts on just Tier 20 in general? Maybe yeah. Um, tier 21? I, I like it a lot more than... Oh, sorry, wait. You changed to tier twenty one. Now no, hold so you're on. Tier twenty first. Start off with tier twenty. Okay. Because it's kind of he know kind of was going into that. <laughs> okay. Because I mean I yeah. said I liked it, and then you said tier twenty one, <laughs> yeah. so I needed to say. I put hold you on. to spot. Like, oh, that's it. We're done. Show's over. God forbid. Got that people quote. say that you know people you know somehow hear that I like tier twenty one. Um, you know my my articles about him have had in big bold letters. I don't like this. Um, you know, but tier twenty. You know, tier tier nineteen. I liked a lot. I thought it was well balanced and and kind of made sense without being a super huge change. Tier 20, I was very skeptical of. Um, and, you know, I think a, a lot of that is because, um, well, A, because of how many changes it underwent, you know, but B, it, it became very complicated because it really added that kind of feedback loop, that exponential scaling, you know, or nonlinear scaling type, type situation um, that Windwalkers have really never had, you know, where more rising sun kicks crits equal more fists of furies which equal more rising sun kick crits like windwalkers have been crying for that for years um you know other classes you know a lot of other classes have that you know mages come to mind where more mm -hmm. crits give yeah. them something that gives them more crits which give them this you know and so on and so forth so um it i was very skeptical of it because it really sped up the rotation and i like things to be much slower um but playing it on the PTR, now playing it in live, and it's fantastic. I mean, it really slowed things down because when we got to the point where we're canceling Fists of Fury, you know, during Serenity and stuff like that, like it's something about going Rising Sun Kick, Fists of Fury, Rising Sun Kick, Fists of Fury, and Serenity just feels good. And, you know, I didn't expect it to. Um, so the Tier 20 bonuses are really well done um, when you add in the Tier 19 two-piece when you don't have the 219 two-piece it feels weird mm -hmm. um you know so really that kind of six-piece combination is great uh tier 21 the two-piece is brilliant i love it it's an idea that i promoted on um the class development forums um somebody else came up with the idea i think his character's name is fusty or something like that it was his idea i did the math about you know how much the damage increase would have to be um, you know, figured out it would have to be around 450% increase the blackout kick, you know, which is great. And Blizzard took that idea and, and they did it. And the problem was they made it only 150%, you know, so damage wise, it's kind of, but it's nice to have, you know, uh, the blackout kick proc, which has kind of been a nuisance this tier or this expansion because it 
I mean, it literally will break. They changed the name away from Combo Breaker, even though now it really feels like it will break your combo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so they gave it a little bit more benefit, a little bit more umph, which was nice. Um, I don't know what's going on with the tier 21 bonus because it kind of takes a free thing and then gives you more than free back. At, you know, when I put it into my spreadsheet, my spreadsheet kind of freaked out for a second because it went into negative wait time because you just have so much chi. And my spreadsheet is not designed to have just so much chi, you know, lying around. So, you know, it's funny going from the, you know, two-piece, four-piece combination that we have now, which, you know, you might average, you know, two, maybe three blackout kicks, uh, you know, well, like, yeah, two, maybe three blackout kicks per minute outside of Serenity, because that's all the extra chi you have. You know, now you toss on, you know, the the four-piece for tier 21, and suddenly you're casting like 50 blackout kicks, you know over you know you're up to like six or maybe seven blackout kicks uh you know per minute so it just is a huge swing in our resources so it's it's really i i like the idea i don't like the execution and i hope that it you know that it kind of gets a similar treatment to the tier 20 20 bonus where they tweak it they take part away add another part back switch it around stuff like that i hope they pay that level of attention to the tier 21 bonus because right now the idea is there but it's almost like the four piece somebody somebody added that on as joking and then someone else ran with it you know like oh wouldn't it be funny (laughs) if they just if you know on this free thing we gave them even more stuff on top of it being free and everyone had a good laugh and then somebody heard the end you know the end of it or didn't understand what laughter meant and was like yes brilliant let's do that give steve a promotion (laughs) yeah yeah i think that's that's like the best example when i think of some of these decisions that they make um yeah i mean it seems like that the two pieces are like okay this sounds good you know yeah it'll make it your next blackout kick you know do more damage that sounds pretty solid everybody kind of agrees that this sounds pretty cool but then um when you think of the four piece it almost seems like to me like the best one would be is is just if you look at all the good stuff that they did with the two the two piece on uh the tier 20 right like the increased critical dam- uh, critical strike stuff what if you made it increase mastery for five seconds after you when you consume one right, right. something like that like maybe you get five percent or ten percent or whatever the percent it is make it to where it's like you can okay i get this i'm getting more damage on it but then also after it turns into where i can turn it and you know change maybe my uh my not rotation but change a priority level around maybe you know if, if you can get a blackout kick uh effect you know really like right away from the start then you're going to be like, oh, cool, I could pop, hold my serenity or something like that for this increased mastery or something. Like it could kind of play into the fact that you can boost damage as needed uh, for it. Um, but yeah, I definitely agree with you with the like, hey, let's just write this down and see what happens. Uh, but luckily, the good thing is that, you know, they're just starting out with these four pieces and uh, they're still tweaking them all around. Um, so we'll have to, you know, see how everything goes um, related to the to the 7.3 um, as far as tier pieces goes, but the one thing that they also did during this last uh, round is that they increased uh, the monk damage on Fist of Fury by, I think it was uh, 11%. I think I need to try to find it again. I had it up, but then I lost the page. Um, yes, it was 11 11%? Yeah, so they boosted. Do you think that's related to the one that they just did in the hot, like right after 
7.25 launched. They boosted Fist of Fury damage by 12. And then all other damage abilities by 2.5. Do you think that that one that they did in the 7.3 is related to the, the 12%? Like, oh, hey, we buffed it on a hotfix. Let's keep it in 7.3. Uh, that was just a tooltip fix. Oh, the 7.3 was just tooltip fix? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought I read it as a like they actually boosted it, so it wasn't. Uh, so it was it's actually. So the the hot fix now is most likely will not go live in seven three or. I always always always. No no no, no no no. The hot fix is live, and they were just tooltip fixing it for seven point three. Oh, that, that's right. what I mean though. Like seven, it's gonna stay through. Like they in seven point three, yeah. is it? It's just staying. It's not like going away. Yeah. That's what I meant by it. I meant by it. So I'm sorry if I didn't explain that. Right. Yeah, no, that, and that's and, – well, and, and, and your confusion is perfectly justified because in this world of increasing that, increasing this, if you just see another percentage increase to ability, you know, you're kind of assuming that, oh, yeah, they're just tossing that on there too. You know, so it, it does make – I mean, even, you know, you know, Hina and I and some of the other people, like, we know what is in and what is not, but when something else pops up like that, you know, we have to even take a second or a minute and see, okay, well, is this actually a buff or is this a tooltip fix? You know, because it's, because now they're recently their tooltip fixes and their buffs have looked very similar and occurred in very similar ways. So it's becoming rather confusing. No, then, but then, so I guess then the only buff that, so I mean, so 12% was not a hot fix. That was a, that was a, that's not a hot fix buff. That's a tool or Mike, I'm confused. I just confused Mike. You confused it is, me. <laughs> it's a hotfix buff that's in now. It's okay, been in for okay. a couple weeks. Yeah. That, that's and what now they have, yeah. going into 7.3, they are updating the tooltip to reflect what is already in place. There you go. Yeah, if this was like Twitch, would be golden confused would be the email everybody would be spamming because that I get confused pretty pretty easily on some, some, of, this, some of these things that they drop in. Uh, because I'm looking at on this, specifically the one that they did. This again, this was a, you know almost a month ago at this point. It was right after 7.25 uh, launched. Um you know, they also increase the damage by 2.5%. And I, whenever I see stuff like this, where it's like, not, we know, hey, Tiger's Pump buff, buffed, you know, rather than sun kick, we put a, a couple percentage points. I go, okay, well, they're just trying to bring it up a little bit. It's not where it's performing where it should be. But then you go like, oh, yeah, we're buffing everything. It's just like, oh, whoops, we forgot to do another pass on Windwalker before we launched the, the, the raid zone. Do you get the same feeling too, Hina, when you, when you see uh, stuff well, like that? Well, I... Or? Well, what it is is yeah, kind of because what that that buff did was based because that was the same one where Fitz Fury got buffed. Uh, that was a uh, a reply to one of the questions about AMA questions about uh, Fitz of Fury being able to um, be canceled mid uh, mid cast, and they didn't want that to happen, so they buffed Fitz of Fury um, after they nerfed it. <laughs> Go figure. Um, but the 2.5 was basically uh, from the data they were seeing from uh, the first week of TOS, where Miss we- uh, Windwalkers were pretty low. Uh, now we're kind of middle-ish low. Slightly less low. Yeah. So it's more like, oh, hey, we'll give you a little nudge. <laughs> yeah. Well, overall, outside of um, boomkins, affliction locks, we're all we're the uh, 
the percent damage everyone's doing is it's about the same. It's just a few outliners that they really need to take a look at. Well, yeah, like, and I, I think we talked this a little bit pre-show, uh, just this kind of going over what subjects. And I, this is a good transition too to get into it because, you know, everybody goes. I always every once in a while I poke in simulation craft just to see how everything's going, and especially when a new tier comes out because you always want to see you know who's performing the best and then you kind of reflect that on the world first kills, like what, you know because they know right away who's doing the best, and. Yeah, I mean, everybody's within, like, most of the classes are within, you know, like, 60, 60,000, 60K DPS with each other. And that's, that's pretty manageable. I mean, that's not, that's like a rare, that's like, what, 0.5% or something like that? Or maybe even one, yeah, not, even, like not that, even a yeah. percent, not even a percent. Like, that's great. But then you go up there and you go like, oh, the Warriors are 200K, <laughs> a little bit above. Or <laughs> It's like, come on, like, there's like a, a set group of people at the top, and they've always been at the top. Like, a, it's a one mage class, warriors, and then this time it's hunters, which is, or uh, marksman hunters. And it's just, at least for single target, specifically. Do you think this is just, I mean, I just don't want to, I just don't know what it is. Like, it's like the best get, 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 keep getting better. But then it also falls back on the subject I was talking to as well a little bit earlier is scalability, right? All these class, some of these classes are just scaling, like, perfect. Do you just result at that, or you just think it's maybe their tier bonuses didn't get, maybe might get nerfed eventually to bring them back down? I guess Babs will talk with you maybe with like a bit of design stuff related to this. You know, sure. when you yeah. see these things where one class is just obviously better, you know, everybody can kind of agree, okay, they need to be nerfed somewhat to bring them down. Do you think it's just related to specifics of the class and how their tier bonuses interact with each other. Maybe they're legendaries. Do, is there a lot of factors to it? Or do you think it's just that, Hey, this is a popular class. We want to keep them up there. Um, I, I think a lot of it is just kind of the complications that come from, um, you know, balancing in general. I mean, we, we actually, I had, we had this discussion um, this morning and last night in my guild talking about, cause um, warriors did see, you know, a, 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 some nerfs and I think rogues as well, you know, recently. So, um, you know, what we were talking about in, in my, in my guild discord was, um, you know, our warrior Sims like 300,000 DPS, you know, or 400,000 DPS higher than me, but I can, you know, it is possible for me to out DPS my Sims just because of how wind walkers work out. Whereas a warrior, it's very difficult, if not impossible, for a warrior to out DPS his sims because of how, you know, their sim, you know, how, you know, how their things work out. So that, you know, there's a certain element of that. Um, there's, you know, looking at sims and stuff, you know, what, what I've been doing uh, every week, and I started with, with the AMA, um, is looking at, is taking um, the Warcraft logs statistics for the 95th, 75th, and 50th percentile and plugging them into a spreadsheet that I made. And, sh you know, so it shows what percentage away from the average are certain classes and stuff like that. So, you know, like Hina said, before, you know, we got some of these buffs, Windwalkers, we were like almost two full standard deviations below the average, you know, which is, it's bad. You know, now, you know, looking at, for example, you know, heroic tomb the 75th percentile you know we are pretty much exactly one standard deviation away you know so things got better we're still a little low you know but then you have these people like warriors you know arms warriors which you know as of last week were 
you know, two and a quarter standard deviations above the average. So, you know, that's way up there, you know, over the top. So there's a lot of, um, you know, issues between Sims, you know, and real life. I mean, right now, like Keena mentioned way earlier, you know, boomkins and affliction locks and, and stuff like that are really looking really nice in, in raids in tomb because of simply how things are designed. They're designed with, you know, much more spread AOE um, involved than it used to, you know, Windwalker's always been a very strong cleave um, spec, but right now we're not rocking the cleave things because a lot of these fights, you know, what we need to cleave is spread out and Windwalker's, you know, because we're not using storm earth and fire, struggle a little bit on spread cleave you know but whereas boomkins and affliction locks and shadow priests and stuff have a really easy time spreading things around so um you know and then even you get into the fact that with our two piece you know with our tier bonuses and stuff we are much more geared for single target than we really have ever been and you know windwalkers use the bloodlust window much more than we ever have um you know so it's really this tier is, is kind of a shakeup for windwalkers um you know, where we're still seeing the issues with stat scaling that are going to happen, but in terms of, you know, ads dying faster or bloodlust windows becoming a larger chunk of the fight, which used to hurt Windwalkers a lot, we're not going to be as hurt um, as we used to be. But, you know, things are relatively balanced, not as balanced as I feel they were a couple months ago, um, but it, it still could use some work. Yeah, and I think echoing on the, you know, how it was a couple of months ago, you know, if you looked at the, you know, even just the normal or heroic, like, you know, item level, like 20 item levels lower numbers, you know, towards the top, I mean, so close, all the classes were so close. Obviously, the one I'm looking at right now, there's no mages or warriors there, but all the other classes are perfect. I mean, if I look, if I saw this as a developer, I'd be like, hey, you guys are doing a great job. Everybody's, except for maybe... uh death knights who need to be a little bit of bump everybody's within a very under a percentile with each other and then that's just how you want like you want some classes that you know are going to perform good and, and be better at certain areas um from everything that you said i first thing that came to mind uh babs was it sounds like you want the old storm earth and fire back <laughs> just based on like you know the extended cleave and then not being able to do the extended cleave periods uh do you think that it, it's, it's ever going to come back or do you think we can just put that to bed that it's going to be the how it is now no i i don't think it will ever come back i i i prefer this version um it, you know obviously it comes at the cost of some usability um but simply not having to you know in warlords there was a lot of hidden stuff going on mm-hmm. Um, that people didn't know about, you know, in terms of the clones needing their own tiger palm buff yeah. and, you know, rising sun kick <laughs> yeah. debuff and stuff like that, <laughs> that just made it so overcomplicated. Like if they could bring it back that way, but without all those little bizarre nuances or God forbid, like, they fit like some they of the bizarre nuances that are still around. Like, like they do now because they, they have incorporated several uh, of our, personal buffs into the uh, clones like for example the um, uh, the artifact trait that gives uh, that increases damage of Fist of Fury uh, mm-hmm. buff that gets applied uh, uh, the SEF is able to pick up 
whatever your buff is at that point and then continue buffing it at, as well so yeah for right. for me for me though it's just the reason why i really i kind of want them back just is because i liked being able to control where they went and take them off if needed or just you know base put them on a target that might be not as high or maybe be out in the boonies you know stuff like that i just for myself just i like to be able to control that where now it's like they just some most of the time they just pick whatever at least when you know whenever i'm using them um, and it's just it's just more frustrating for me. But then I but then I go. But I do like that they put the buffs on everything. <laughs> so I don't have to target like for right. the spinning crane kick. I love that they do that work for me. Like I'll recruit them to do that. But I, you know I want to be able to place them if I need to. Uh, well, I personally well you can, but uh, it's in lieu of. Well, I mean like easily. Generating. More easily than it is now. Like before, yeah. at least for me. I mean, I had like a rollover macro. I had all this like crazy stuff I had embedded in my you know i'm just i'm just used to the old way so much that's just i really miss that portion of it but you know now that you know they all are able to buff up the spin crane kick when they when they pop open without me having to like you know manually do it for them type of thing is, is great but then again like you said babs has to do a lot with the background background stuff that they did in the last expansion to where you know you had to make sure everything was buffed up you had to make sure they had all these abilities and these are all baked in now it makes it a lot better um, and then going back to more of like the spreadsheet analysis and, and more simulation stuff, Hina, since this is more of, uh, stuff that you, uh, forte with the, with your uh, simulations, um, is the simulation, simulation craft, it looked to me, it looked like it was up to date because we don't have to worry about how the clones are mis misbehaving, you know, all that kind of stuff. Do you feel like it's a good representation for single target DPS or I know Baz kind of touched on a little bit about the variation of it. Um, do you think it's at a good spot? So if someone had to come and say, how am I going to rank up? Do you keep that like as, I mean, we always say grain of salt, but is it better than it used to be? Uh, it's in a very good spot right now. Uh, there's a few things that are extremely minor that I want to uh, kind of touch on, but 98% of the, uh, I'm 98% I'm comfortable in saying that if you sim, it's it, Pretty good representation. I think the only yeah, thing. I mean, go ahead. There have been a lot more people, you know, working on the Windwalker profile, you know, because of Discord yes. and stuff Bef like that than ever before. So yeah. it's really in a good spot. Yeah, because before it was just me. <laughs> right. And I I was always asking, I could use some help with the APL. I could use some help with the APL. Now I got help. Now, awesome. you, now he has to regenerate a profile every day yeah. because of all <laughs> the people much. who are helping. But I think what's, what's great, though, about that, too, is that, um, you know, if someone just, you know, like we talked about going, you know, pick a serenity, check out everything. If you go here just to see your numbers, you know, you can see right here it has the, the you know, have the uh, the Eclipse uh, boots and then you have the Drinking Horn cover as the two legendaries to use. And I think we kind of covered on that as being like two of the top ones right now. As far as for playstyle, and then also with the 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 two piece, you know that kind of works in there as well. Um, you know, I, I just think it's yeah, it's really great what you, you know what both you guys do, and you're getting every all the resources together for the community. So I want to definitely thank you guys for doing that. It definitely has helped me out over the years. Uh, it's just that you know, it's just very frustrating for me when I see these buffs from Blizzard. Like, oh, we're just gonna give you twelve percent not like five or, or four but like a, a, when there's a one and then a number after it i get a little bit upset and then that's for, forced me like you know i have to talk about this because it's just like every time it happens it just feels like they drop the ball on the class and it's just so it just sucks when you're like everybody here is so passionate about the spec you know 
we were good like once and it's like it's like you know we want to want to make monk great again right is that is that how you say it is that, is that the meme the, yeah the meme yeah <laughs> um, no, i monk, don't agree monk with the has... meme but i'll agree with it <laughs> <laughs> right you know monk has the the benefit and the detriment of having you know a, a, a larger i think you know and i'm not super familiar with all the other classes but from what people have you know when they come and talk to me about um you know why can't there be a peak for other you know this class or that class or whatever and you know monks have uh you know the 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 lucky situation of having a lot of people who are really really passionate i mean you know i when i describe you know what i do for windwalkers you know i kind of have to describe myself as a zealot you know because you know I spent a lot of time thinking about it and testing things and um, you know, through discord, we've been able to really open up that. So where it's not just Hina working on um, this stuff or, you know, just me working on a spreadsheet, you know, it really has opened the community to, to helping out. And, you know, our theory crafting channel, you know, is alive with a dozen or so people coming up with ideas and testing things and bouncing ideas off of each other. And we have, you know, there are other discord channels with those of us who write guides and people who work on SimCraft, you know, so it really, the world has changed, uh, you know, in some ways and monks, I think are seeing a lot of benefit from that. Um, it just, we're just kind of waiting to hope that we will see an actual benefit in game um, for all of the work that many of us do, um, to try and help make this spec, you know, what it could be and what, you know, we feel it should be. Yeah. Nerf everybody else, buff, buff monk. <laughs> I think a lot of it too has, for at least for myself is, you know, uh, brewmaster is so good and, um, misweaver is so good. So just as like, we feel like the redheaded stepchild, you know, that kind of methodology is like for the class. It's like, oh, you look over your friend who's playing Mistweavers, like, oh, we're so awesome. We're like, I'm top healing. You know, Brewmaster is like, yeah, this is great. I'm, you know, doing so good in my Mythic Guild. And you're like, man, this sucks. <laughs> right? Is that kind of guys with the same same feeling sometimes versus, I guess. I mean, just, it, ebbs and it, it ebbs and it flows. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. a, if, you had, if you had said that a couple weeks ago, you know, we'd be talking about, you know, every Mistweaver being on Suicide Watch, you know, so. <laughs> I mean, it really, uh, you know, it ebbs and it flows, but I, I do yeah. think that, you know, there is a lot of connection between the specs. You know, there's not a lot of people who just play one, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, one spec for monks. So, you know, kind of what affects one really affects us all. And, um, you know, and I, don't, I don't know if that's unique to monks or, you know, if other classes do or do not have that, but um, you do kind of feel that way where, if one spec, you know, like you said, if, if Brewmaster is doing really well, you know, everyone's always like, oh, well, how come Windwalker can't do that well? Or how come Mistweaver can't do that well? And so on. So I, I think it helped other classes, other specs. Yeah. Like, like was it a rising uh, ship? Was it rising tide raises all ships or something like that? Whatever the saying is. I can't remember. I'm bad with some of these sayings. Like, something like, you know, everybody is getting lifted up by if one class is doing well, because then it's more the focus on why is this one not, over, you know, doing well, too? Uh, but right. fingers crossed that we, uh, you know, do well in the uh, 7.3, and uh, we get towards we're at the end of the end of the show. I know we said this would be a quick show, which I always lie about when we start talking because <laughs> we like to talk a lot and talk about the stuff that we're passionate about. Um, so I guess the last question would be, you know, what when do you think 7.3 is going to drop? 
do you think it's going to mean going to be waiting till after BlizzCon or uh, you know what are your what are your thoughts on that? And I'll start with you, Hina. When uh, uh, seven point three, I'm thinking August. Uh, the next and sounds like final tier of the expansion. Well, that's what I mean. I meant. I, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I wasn't clear. When is seven point three five essentially going to launch? Like, when is the next tier? Uh, launch? That that I can see after uh, BlizzCon. Okay. So after BlizzCon. Uh, I would, if I had to say, um, probably second or third week of November. Okay, so like right before Thanksgiving for us yeah. U.S. people. So thirteenth or the or the twentieth. And what about you, Babs? When you when you expect in the raid to be launched? Yeah. I would say so. Uh, I'm so used to like a tier being like a, a right. patch being a tier. It's like hard for me to get out of that. Yeah, no, I, I feel similarly to Hina. I kind of think that, you know, the actual patch 7.3 will probably be late August, early September, um, you know, right around the time to go back to school, you mm-hmm. know, when I'm not going to have a ton of time to cover all the changes, but I'll have to still cover all the changes, um, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I do think that the raid will probably come out, you know, right around BlizzCon. Yeah, I mean, you know, one week after, two weeks after, I don't think it'll be later than that, you know, closer or into the holiday season. Um, but I also don't think that they'll really release it. If they do release it before BlizzCon, it won't be much before, you know, like a week before or two weeks before. Yeah. So, and, and that would kind of shock me that they would, you know, cause a raid does add a lot of extra work and extra attention required to the mm-hmm. game for them. And I'm sure at that point they would like to be, um, you know, focusing their attention on BlizzCon and stuff. So I, I definitely agree with what Hina said in mm-hmm. terms of it being kind of early to mid-November. And, and it, based off of, um, uh, and based based off of what's happening with uh, here, uh, we could very well expect the next expansion being announced at BlizzCon. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that, that's what I was thinking. Is is either most likely an ex- next ex- next expansion like trailer announcement or at least hey this is what the next expansion's about you know or 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 something related or just to be hey the raid's launching like i could see them even just announcing when the next raid is at blizzcon like in one of the opening things you know you can, uh, it's quite possible you just be like hey ex- the raid's yeah. gonna, or the next expansion's launching on december 4th or something like that yeah i mean th- that would make sense for them to have you know, for them to reveal their big cinematic trailer for the raid and stuff like that. You yeah, know, I, I do what, think yeah, that's exactly. possible. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I mean, I do, in terms of what I think they're trying to do, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if we get information about the next expansion, um, mm-hmm. you know, for BlizzCon. We have a lot of time, you know, for them to start filing copyrights, you know, which always, cl- you know, clue people off to what they're yeah. trying to do. And, well, and stuff, actually, so. it, well, they've got, been getting smart on that one. They've been, they, they, yeah. they, they've been actually... Because uh, I hate those leaks yeah. like that. They're <laughs> no, they've, what they've been doing is they've been putting in the um, uh, the trademarks the day like hours before the actual announcement yeah i mean he mm-hmm. still, still gets leaked though if you're like watching mmo champ <laughs> they always like yeah instantly know when it's like something i think it's not they instantly know they get a little bit of inside information and they like someone tells them hey you should check this out and then yeah they, i mean i am hoping it. that you know we do get information about the expansion um and then i hope it comes out you know early next summer you know, or late next spring. Yeah, uh, I think it's be reasonable. It'll probably be summer. Frame. 
like a year uh, from now. Well, if they do it in November, well, they announced um, Legion at BlizzCon, and that got released July thirtieth. Uh, yeah, August second, like the fir- first week of August, last week of July, uh, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's like I'm kind of I'm you know they've they're always talking about how they're trying to kind of accelerate their timeline and have a lot of stuff prepped. So you know I'm hoping you know maybe because. That was a little late and a little close to school starting for me, so I'd really like for it to be a little bit earlier. I plan on taking next summer off, for, you know, and not working as much next summer, so that would be nice. Well, hopefully uh, they sped up enough that they, they actually uh, say it's coming out in uh, May. Right. I mean, that. I mean, yeah. I, I actually I think I'm going to go one ahead of you guys. I think it's going to launch uh, the week of the – October sixteenth. <laughs> That's when the next yeah. raid is going to be out, and then, oh. but but Mythic will be delayed until the following after BlizzCon, so it'll actually be on the sixth. This uh, the seventh, excuse me, is when the raid would start. So they'll actually delay it till after BlizzCon for Mythic. That way, um, you know, people even though even though I know you know that way people have the story already done, they'll already know the ending, cinematic, cinematic. And then that way they'll be able to tease the next expansion as like a big oomph and like, hope you guys are enjoying the raid, you know, that type of stuff. So I could see them either the 9th or the 16th, the raid coming out. I really could. I I think that's a reasonable thought. Yeah. That they could just delay Mythic you know, for those people. Yeah. Out, right. Just hardcore. put it out, have heroic be the week before BlizzCon and mythic be the week after, you know, or something like that. So that, yeah, you know, like you said, people have kind of played through it. They can at BlizzCon bring this, uh, expansion to a close and introduce the new one, um, you know, without having to really worry about that. I, I, I think that's a, a reasonable idea you've got there. Yeah, because I remember yeah. Siege being the same way. I mean, but then Siege was September 30th, or 13th, or I think it was when they did Siege, and that was really close. And we were, it was more of a shock, like, oh, Siege is already out. But then we saw how many problems were in Siege. When it got well, and, and how so, long we stayed in Siege before the next expansion. Like, like a, yeah. de- a decade, right? I have my five year oh, pin. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's always I always like doing the speculation stuff because uh, you never know. I mean, it could change from one week to the next. Uh, but we'll have to, you know, see how how it progresses, and then when seven point three launches and, and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, but that's gonna wrap up the show. Uh, so Babylonius, tell people how they can get in touch with you if they wanted to. Sure. Um, you can get in touch with me through Discord. Um, I've been streaming a lot on Twitch. Uh, you know, my Discord name is Babylonius. My Twitch name is, uh, you know, twitch.tv slash Babylonius. Uh, I have my Twitter at Babylonius Monk. I have my YouTube channel, which is just Babylonius Monk. You can find me in game. You know, everything, if you just search Babylonius, I, I think there's got to be seven or eight different things that pop up about me. So I am the only one. And then Hinaliver, how about you? Uh, Discord, Twitter, um, all Hina Lover. Um, kind of been that for a while. Um, that's basically it. Um, uh, yeah, I uh, basically just stick to Discord and Twitter. That's about it. Yeah, and then uh, if you want to follow the show, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, Monk Podcast, monkcraftpodcast.com. Uh, we're on iTunes and Stitcher, so if you wanted to subscribe there, go ahead. Um, and that's pretty much it. Again, thanks, guys, for uh, for joining for this uh, pretty quick turnaround. I think I started like beginning of the week, and 
it's always great to talk monk stuff and get everybody kind of up to date on what's going on and with all this hot fixes and everything going down it's like oh i have to have to talk about it can't can't stay away too long have to have to get back in the groove um and again yeah i guess thanks you guys for joining of course always always fun to do and then uh we will see you guys out there